Section86.com. How y'all doing? Welcome back to the Bootleg Asylum Radio Show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Creative Tragedy. Of It Burns on IP, the only podcast around that talks about real country music. Welcome to the Kiwani Sports League. Welcome to Vertebreaker, your weekly insight into the world of professional wrestling and pop culture. Changing the world of podcasting. After you get done jerking off, it kind of just looks like a little popsicle. <laughs> One show at a time. Insomnia approved. That's what I'm saying. This is, I've been trying to tell this guy for like fucking <laughs> a year and a half. Welcome to Vertebreaker, your weekly insight into the world of professional wrestling and pop culture. And joining me, as always, is Mike Smith. Pineapple. And also we have, surprisingly, Aaron, the Peterless Hughes. Flobble, flobble. <laughs> and flobble it all over the place. <laughs> and joining us, of course, is Joseph C. Snyder. <laughs> it's about 77 degrees outside. <laughs> and then Mr. David Pate. What up? <laughs> All right. So usually we would show John Ochi something completely fucked up here, but he is actually getting laid for a change. Don't what do you lie, want? Don't lie to people. Don't lie to people. <laughs> Dave, what, was, what the fuck was with that intro? He said pineapple. I said flobble. Joe said it was 77 degrees outside. And you say, what up? What up? <laughs> what up, my dogs? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> what up? Can, can, can you give me a better intro than, than what like, up? like Marty Booker. Come on. Anything. I, just give me a better intro real quick. Penis wrinkle. Weak? You could say, you could have been like, flame broiled. <laughs> Whopper. We would have laughed. Whopper. And, Whopper. And, 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 and maybe the listeners out there, all seven of them, we have five of them at the table, would have laughed too. Krispy Kreme. Oh. Sick bird. Oh, it's a second degree bird. <laughs> Indian bird. Oh. In stereo. <laughs> <laughs> what would the Indian burn look like on that? <laughs> I, it just, just, uh, I, 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 well, um, moving on, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Oh, so, we're not talking about whoppers anymore. Yeah, uh, not talking about whoppers. All right. Although a whopper sounds delicious right about now. You know, you know what really pisses me off? So we would have had the show recorded, edited, posted by now. Except that Windows Vista sucks ass. Yes. Anyone want to elaborate on Vista? Aaron. <laughs> it really Aaron. looks like you're holding a yellow penis. <laughs> I'm sorry that the microphone cover is yellow. You got like something. pee. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, frush it down. 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 Frushy you, can't, down. you can't. You can't get away with that, man. <laughs> Captain Frushy. <laughs> you come up with all these new words like fresh and flobble. No, so uh, Aaron, you're you're using Vista. So what do you really think of Vista? Um, one time I shit um on a table, and it worked about the same. That's great, uh, Mike. So you've been using Vista in your job. What do you think of it? Yes, my job requires me to know a lot about Vista to teach it to other people. In reality, 
I don't know shit. Now, no, are you actually not, telling people, this is what you should learn about Vista. Go, Go back XP. to XP. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them, quote unquote, downgrade. <laughs> back to XP. Upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really an upgrade, though. I mean, when I started out class, I did a Vista class um, last Monday. Monday. It was a three day course, maintaining and troubleshooting Windows Vista. When the class started out, I said, okay, who's ready to learn about XP? <laughs> they chuckled. <laughs> and then they said, no, seriously, teach us about Vista. And I'm like, really? Are you sure you don't want to learn XP? How about Windows ME? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so funny. I would ask Joe and Dave, but you guys haven't messed with Vista yet, have you? Nope, haven't touched it. I don't think I want to. Uh, I, mean, I think I'm just going to s- stick with Windows XP, SP2. There's good things about Vista. I mean, there is. Like, we were talking about the enhanced searching capabilities. Yeah, the and searching, all that. and it, visually, it's beautiful, I think. I mean, I think visually, that's the best part about it. Right, but it, but it uh. requires resources for every single one of those things, like the animated cursors and the <clears throat> I said the best part about it was <laughs> that it was beautiful. That's where it stops. <laughs> hey, hey, Andy, Andy, Andy. You know yeah. what? I've, I've received a lot of emails recently. Yeah, actually, I got a couple. Um, surprisingly, we have viewer emails. About, about uh, Vertebraker and... One of the things that they said that they really want to see less of on the podcast. What's that? Really? (laughs) Really, they would like to see less of him on on the podcast. They would like to see. They would like to see. They want to see less of you. Really? Because they don't talk that much. And your burping. That's his ass looking at your watch for the temperature. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Look, look. I did that to prove a point. (laughs) I don't wear a watch. You're not even (laughs) It's 69 degrees in San Diego. <laughs> There's nothing there. Well, according to my watch, <laughs> as he points I a rubber band, rubber band. <laughs> with the watch painted on. Um, right, right. With a Sharpie. So, so Aaron, you haven't been around for a while. You don't paint it on with a Sharpie. It's a marker. <laughs> I paint things on with everything. <laughs> so, Aaron, Aaron paint your yeah. face with poop. That last comment didn't make any sense. <laughs> I paint things on with everything. <laughs> I, you know, you could have said it's 77 degrees and would have made more sense. <laughs> but JJ. <laughs> so, so Aaron, where the fuck have you been? I mean, we all know, but why don't you tell the listeners out there? Because I did get an email um, wondering, hey, where the fuck is that douchebag Aaron been? And I said in a gutter. Well, tell mom and dad that. Uh, okay, I'll tell mom and dad. I'm in Springfield. Um, I'm doing grad school right now, and um, I'm just finishing that up. It takes a lot of time up, surprisingly, so uh, I've been doing a lot of that. What else have you been doing? Checking NASCAR. Playing Smash Brothers. Um, How was that? Fun. Good. Enjoyable. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of what Mike has been suggesting over there. (laughs) Sucking dick. Spitting I think up. he's playing a trumpet over there. That's what I've been doing. I've been playing the trumpet. You've been playing the trumpet? Yeah. Maybe the, the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And then I try to every now and then. Bobby, when you just did that, um, it sounded like the intro to Pee Wee Herman's. <laughs> the word of the day. It's <clears throat> flobble. <laughs> Why don't you just take a seat over there, Dizzy Gillespie? Okay, now let's. <laughs> Is pineapple? <laughs> hey, Jambi. 
Mecca licka hi, Mecca. I gotta hate you. So Mecca licka hi, Mecca honey ho. <laughs> gotta hate Mecca you. Mecca honey ho. Yes. Mecca licka hi, Mecca honey ho. This podcast is going nowhere. Is I know, it? I, it's going nowhere right now. It's in so, the gutter. Um, you know, They're probably actually, fast you know, forwarding. There's something I did want to talk about. Yourself? No, not actually. <laughs> it's not about me. It's actually about Joe. Oh, okay. There's something I was thinking about this. What, like, the fact two, that you two fucked no, the same chick? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's We're never been... That. Hold on. That's never been proven. Bullshit. Never been proven. <laughs> never bullshit. He doesn't have a videotape. I was talking about Lizzie Lohan. <laughs> She's hot. I fucked her first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had to switch she had to switch places in this one. Oh, okay. All right, cool. There's something... Remember, Andy, I told you about it. I said a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's you're like, gonna... There's something I really wanted to ask Joe. Because okay. I had my hoodie on, I noticed that Joe likes to wear hoodies too, and Joe's uncircumcised. So is it kind of like what? having a hoodie on your dick? <laughs> it's that question almost really doesn't make sense. Inappropriate, <laughs> because my foreskin is attached to my body. The hoodie's a piece of clothing. <laughs> So well, the hoodie said, can be taken now off. If you would have said, well, not really. If you would have said anything, it's if if I were the type of person just wore a condom all the time. So what is it like then? What wearing a hoodie? It's warm. It's comfortable. <laughs> Keeps my head warm. <laughs> that is the dumbest fucking question I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Well, where you we talking are, about? We are now. Dumber for having you ask Joe that question. So if moving you're on. Talking about being oh. uncircumcised, it's like being complete. <laughs> like all of you are ninety nine percent. I am complete because I have no, I've had nothing cut off of me. But I've had my appendix taken out, so we're on the same level. You see, but I have my whole mm. cock. The, the thing I was thinking when when I thought of that, like in my head two weeks ago, I was thinking. Man, I say that Boober is gonna chuckle. He's gonna be like a bowl full of jelly, like that Santa Claus, like wow. Right? Aaron? But you know, it did, just didn't work. Just wow, didn't work. Aaron's off of school and he's thinking about my cock. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? No, I was peeing and I I, I looked at it. I'm, uh, so you were holding your cock while talking <laughs> <Joe's> cock. <laughs> and I was just thinking exactly. Two, see? two big fat, fat cocks rubbing together. Feelings he has for me. You know, I'm just digging a big hole right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. You should so, quit while um, you're ahead. How about them bears? So, so uh, let's let's talk about something we, we said last night. What is the most fucked up thing you've ever done in your entire life? It could be sexual, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, was, yeah, it was just mainly the question that was posed last night was like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever weirdest done? Thing? Just the weirdest, like most random thing that you've ever done. Well, actually, mine was that I, uh, I can't remember what my first one was, but the second one was, I jacked off in the my Dodge Daytona while driving. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fucked up, dude. <laughs> so we're just gonna lay all this all this dirty laundry out on the table for every, yeah. Well, so right. so I, I actually jacked off, and you know you have to pull the cup, you know, make sure you shoot it in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta concentrate while you're doing it and steer at the same time. What do you what it, do you do about the the low velocity? What what, what do you do about the low velocity coming? Anyone who sat in the passenger seat sat on it. No, I mean the low velocity that gets all over the hand that's cupping your cock. No, you you angle it down, right? It's still... Right? Yeah. You angle it down, it and then you... 
still does it, Andy. It Aaron, still does. You still it. have low velocity. You still have some that like literally like comes it hangs out. on. It's it, they're stragglers. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not sure what I did about that. Maybe I think I just wiped it all on the seat, licked it. No, ate it. Did you curl it up on your finger and then? <laughs> Ooh. It's salty. It's it's sugary. No, I had a girl do that to me. <laughs> what did you do? Wait a minute, I got it. <laughs> curled up on your finger. Like, I need to need to up my potassium intake. <laughs> <laughs> a little low on calcium too. <laughs> A little more sour than sweet. I had peanut butter for lunch last <laughs> week. <laughs> so, Aaron, Aaron, what's the most fucked up thing you've ever done? Um, I'm going to have to think about that for a second. When we talk to Dave. Dave, what's the most fucked up thing you've ever done? I don't know. Fucked that- a married chick? <coughs> no, like weird thing. Like, like kind of like, whoa, I, really I don't did know. that? You know? Like, you know what? Everyone here except him has fucked a married chick. Yeah. What? We're talking about fucking Wait, a married chick. I know. Joe has? I was trying to figure wait, out who, who, who wait, here wait. has fucked a married chick. Exactly. That's what I was, <laughs> what I was doing. I was going around. You fucked a married chick? Recently? We're not going to say the name. Oh, wow. Cool. High five. <laughs> Low five. And then you over there. Because yeah, if we talk about it, I'm just going to go find her ex-husband and kick his ass. Oh. So, Aaron, you can't yeah. have any high fives for that because you're all the only loser that has not. Why does that make me a loser? You and got actually, the balls actually, to do it. actually, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Okay, what's the difference? Andy's married chick is his fucking wife. <laughs> that's not. That's not okay, the point, who's though. Brought a married chick to shame. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Dave's married chick he brought to shame was his wife. Yeah. Only yeah. once. <laughs> 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 ah, sorry. Don't, dude, don't stop, stop, was, stop. Okay, I was okay. That he brought her to shame because he. Not that You're just digging yourself in. Yeah, <laughs> just here. Yeah, I'm going down. <laughs> okay. okay. What I'm am hard. I shameful for? Yeah. What's the, no, no, no? What no, have no, you no, done no, though? No, no. That, like, that's complete. Like, like, okay, Dave. Let's just like say, watch gay porn with Aaron in it. Okay, you know how every once in a while <laughs> you just do something. That is so random, off the wall, just something that you would never normally do. I just something really weird, you know. Can't like think of anything. Okay, Joe, really we'll come back to we'll come back to Dave. You think about it. You, you think, think about, about it. it. Think about okay, it. Okay, you know what? You know hard. What? Actually, I got I got another one. Uh, just that's weird. Okay, we're talking okay. weird, right? Just weird. Just something okay. random. When I was living at home with mom and dad, well, like I still am, and um, what's new <laughs> in the race car bed, um, Mike, Mike came over one morning. I remember this, and it was a there was a thirty two ounce cup that I had, and I had to piss really bad, and I didn't want to walk downstairs, <laughs> so I just pissed in this cup. Oh, dude, I saw that. And Mike saw that. He's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Dude, I just I had to go. I had to go, and I so so far away." So far, away. <laughs> and it was it was during the winter too. So in my room it was warm. But you open that door and it's freezing cold, and he shrivels, and then I piss on my balls, and we don't want any of that. So I stay where it's warm. Don't piss on my balls. So that's my I would say like not my weirdest, but off the top of my head weird because like you know it felt like I was back in the 1930s when people were pissing in you Dude, know chamber see, pots. You bringing up that? Yeah. Made me put the Tennessee thing that I mentioned last night. On the back burner because I can remember <laughs> when your parents had the old big ass 
black conversion van. Oh, the Astro. Yeah. The Astro. Yeah. One time we were at a Walmart, and for some reason, I I don't know what happened, but I, I remember being in the very back of the Astro with a large McDonald's cup pissing in it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? In a Walmart parking lot. I don't, actually. In the back, I was in the back of the Astro pissing in a large McDonald's and the funniest fucking thing was, it had those fucking windows in the back, and fucking old people walk by, and I'm bent over like this, <laughs> and I look up, and there's two old people, and they waved at me. <laughs> pissing in a cup, I'm like, look up, and it's like, how much? <laughs> you know. Okay. I got one. All right. I, this is the one I couldn't remember. All right, so we all went to the Lion's Den once, and you know those, uh, you know, he can go to those booths, and you know, no one sits down because everyone comes on there, right? Right. So I'm watching this, and like, you know, we're in there for, I'm in there for about three minutes, and I decided, I'm like, hey, maybe I should beat off. And I had, I think I had like a minute left on my token, so I sit there, watching porn, watching porn, and then I'm about to blow it, and I'm like, screen, all over the screen. You know, I, I want to say something then, right now. What's that? I'm glad Grandma doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> yeah, because Mom and Dad would be so proud. Um, they don't know how to use it either. They don't no, even know no. what Section 86 I'm glad is. my entire family knows nothing about what I do outside of the house. <laughs> <laughs> if they heard this fucking show, they'd be like, Joe, I, I never knew you had such a foul mouth. <laughs> you talk about penises and vaginas and you say fuck 20 times per minute. Go on. Penis vagina massage and and so, so Dave, do you have Dave? anything or does Mike go? At no, least like you know, I stuck my finger at my ass one time, feeling squirrely. <laughs> Fucked a married chick. Come on, we've all no. done that. Except Come on, you stuck something in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> anything, straw, toothpick, banana, Lugasa Junior, <laughs> Aaron's toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, oh, who hasn't I just done brushed that? my teeth last week? <laughs> last week. I mean, who hasn't done that with Aaron's toothbrush? No. <laughs> no one raises no. their hand. No. I can't say that. Aaron's I'm, like, I did it to myself. I can't. I can't say that I've never rubbed your toothbrush against my balls. Well, nobody <laughs> raised their hand because you said, "Who hasn't?" I know. It? Except Aaron was going to. <laughs> I haven't. Wait. Wait. No, no, I already did. And then that. Aaron remembered that he brushed his own ass one yeah, time with his my toothbrush. Anus. Actually, Aaron, I got I got something fucked up. So, so my brother was using my father's toothbrush to brush his teeth with. Mm. No, um, what happened was when I was home last. <laughs> so gross. no, no. What happened was when I was home last. Like I, I left a toothbrush there because since you know I brush my teeth. What if Dad went home. down on Mom? And I thought it was my the- toothbrush because him and I both have similar toothbrushes, and I accidentally used his, and he had the flu, and then I got the flu because of that. So. That's and that's not a but, fucked up story. That's yeah, like a oh, I'm just, sorry, I brought the wrong. I picked the wrong toothbrush. No, but using the wrong toothbrush. I've, I've done that. Mixed up the toothbrush with dad. <laughs> okay. Can I break up? Can I, can I break up this gay huddle here? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about gingivitis. Okay. Gingivitis. Black. No, I'm still on bacteria. I'm Listerine. Still on no, I'm still on anuses. And this. You've this made out with your fathers. <laughs> Back to anuses. 
Heard this story on Dave and Darren. Funniest fucking thing I've ever heard on Dave and Darren. Lady goes in for surgery on her leg, wakes up with bandages on her ass. They replaced her rectum because they mixed up the surgeries. <laughs> because she got the rectum surgery and the other lady got the leg surgery. How would that make you feel? You go in because your knee's all fucked up. You're like, oh, man, it's going to make it feel a lot better. And you wake up and you're like, oh, my knee fucking hurts and so does my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? We replaced your rectum. Why? <laughs> does that help my knee? We'll be back in a minute. How do you replace your anus? You have someone else's Better, anus yeah. transplanted into yours. A dead guy. Yeah, a dead person's anus. So, a cadaver, if you will. So my, my question is this. like, When you're like, man, I can't wait to try this thing out. You know, you know, <laughs> Give me cadaver, some meat. Cadaver, the things, you know, Dave has sex with and then mm-hmm. That's okay. they bury. <laughs> That's Ochi and Mike, and they make the mixtape. Yes. Now, <laughs> Thank here, you. Come on, Dave. I'm trying to give you a fucking story to tell. Now, here's the other question, though. <laughs> if if that happens, do you think that her husband or boyfriend was like, man, I can't wait to try out that new rectum. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tear that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> so so Ochi comes home. He's, like, all excited. be like, what happened? My boyfriend went in to get a new rectum. <laughs> I can't wait to take it for a test drive. <laughs> it's all pink. It's like, wow, dude, that's weird. <laughs> it's rad. <laughs> so, so Mike, you haven't said it. Uh, what's the most fucked up thing you ever? That's because you guys wouldn't shut the fuck up. All right, so, well, then we fucking got, say it. We got we went off a tangent on anuses and father's toothbrushes. And <laughs> actually, actually um, I have to take a piss. Should I piss in one of the cups or should I go upstairs? Uh, you better. You better actually uh, go ahead. Dave, give me your Pepsi can, Mike. Uh, so Joe leaves. Well, <laughs> Joe, Joe has left Joe, the building. Like bolted out of here. Apparently, he really has to pee. <laughs> Or poop. I think he has he, to poop. He has to poop. He wants to I, try I, his I, new I, anus. I, I think he was talking about anus so much that he has to go stick a shampoo bottle up of his ass. I would not right, use that shampoo right, right. bottle again. No, I wouldn't. Right. So anyways, Mike, what's the most fucked up thing you've done? Well, see, last night I had told the story. Uh, it was a funny story about me jerking off. Now, the thing that I was thinking of is that I have already told this story once on a podcast. I don't. Recall. Are you sure? For sure, if I, I ever think, have. No, I don't think you've told that story. Okay. Well, but I have another one. The other one, okay. and since in kind of sticking with the theme of pissing, I figured that this one might uh, actually suit it better. Okay, you remember uh, back when we used to drink a lot, you know, when I was underage, and yeah, it was fun? Yeah. Uh, it was always fun. You know, we yeah, we'd just go get fucked up. Now it's like for the necessity. sake of getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah. now I'm just having like. A couple beers here. And like I'm, 15? Yeah. Like 15 beers, you know. Yeah. You know, getting my stomach pumped. Whatever. Yeah. But so I go, I, I'm 19 years old. Okay. And, uh, and I go out drinking. And my parents knew that I drank. Like, uh-huh. they didn't condone it, but they knew that I drank. And so I don't know why, but I went to extremely great lengths to hide something that I already knew that they knew. Right. So anyways, I come home, try fucking sneaking in, right? I'm opening the door all quiet and trying to... I knew it needed WD-40. I knew it. I knew it. I couldn't do it, though. 
I'm gonna wake up, woken up my dad. So I go walking in. And, I, and I'm creeping through, making sure that, like, the floorboards don't fucking creak and all of that. And I get into my bedroom. Now, I make it to my bedroom. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. I'm tired. I'm hungry. And I really got to fucking take a piss. But I figure, for some weird reason, that if I exit my room again, they'll both instantly wake up and then beat me to death with sticks. I don't know why. I just okay. thought that. I was drunk. I thought that fucked up thinking, right? Okay. My, my mental process was off. So instead of that, I decided to take a piss in my room. And instead of pissing in something like a trash can or yeah. a, a, a dead hooker's butt, yeah. I decided to open my window and piss out the window. Now, the window, mind you, is six feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom of it. Okay, so... What I had to do to do this was to climb up on my three-foot-high TV stand, put one foot on the TV, <laughs> and, and pee at an arc. <laughs> I, 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 took about, I took about five minutes <laughs> gathering up the, the proper trajectory that I would need to make sure that my urine exited Strategic. cleanly. And it did. Uh, I did not pee all over my TV. Uh, but a week later, f- funny uh, funny postscript on this one. A week later, I spilled pop in it. <laughs> Ruined the TV. <laughs> I wish I would have just pissed in it. <laughs> so, so that's what that's one that's what I was thinking of. That's not the story I told last night, but that's the one I'm thinking of. But I have okay. totally done that before. <laughs> so climbing up on my dresser, just pissing out the window, <laughs> worrying about the neighbors looking up at me. <laughs> See, mine was a night, so like, if anybody was out there, they just would have seen this stream of piss going right through. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you, now? Did you get your dick all the way out of the window, or you just pop it off and then nothing dribbled? No, 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 no. There was dribblage. <laughs> I, I, I used my sock to wipe that up. <laughs> but I did. I had to. I had to make a sacrifice. Be like, <laughs> dribble's got to go somewhere. Fuck, it's going on the leg. Going on the leg. Yeah, I mean, I had to make a sacrifice, but, but yeah, it would no, and there was no dick getting out of the window, dude. I mean, I was still like, I was, I was especially in Mike's case. Okay, I'm six, <laughs> I'm six foot four. All right, and right. I'm standing on top of this TV stand with my head literally bent at a ninety degree angle because it was hitting the ceiling. So I'm like this. My dick is down here. The the windowsill was about a foot up there, and of course I don't have a fucking foot long dick. I wish I did, but I don't. Okay, so it's it's a good foot up there. So I ha- still had to arc it, and I'm I'm like this, dude. Like just just. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just climb out the window real quick? What? Take a piss. Like climb back it's in. six feet off the ground, yeah. Joe. Like you, how it's tall eight you? feet off of the ground on the other side. You how tall, spent how tall more were you time. at the point? At that point, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm, I was six four then. I can't you get can't. out of the window, dude. It the screens didn't pop out in those windows. So well, you see, that's pissed a detail the, that you, you, you look. Well, the screens so don't you pop piss out through a screen. Yeah, do, yes, what, what, are you trying, what are you trying to do? Filter your piss? <laughs> yes, <laughs> non carbonated. <laughs> like I'm helping nature out. I'm filtering it. Yes. Do they notice that dead spot of grass outside? No, we had rocks around oh, the edge of the house. Okay, that's on top you, of that, just one piss isn't going to do it. It, My, takes, it takes many, like we have learned outside the Hughes' house. <laughs> on that tree. We killed a tree. It's not just dead grass on the, uh, off the porch. <laughs> it's completely mud. <laughs> no, and that tree's dead. Yeah, yeah the tree's completely <laughs> dead. Nothing. My parents are like, who keeps doing that? Aaron. <laughs> and I didn't. It was Mike. I pissed off of the balcony. 
onto that grass. Well, Who cares? I, I take credit for both sides because I pissed, you know. If, I, I pissed in both sides. If one side was taken, I just went to the I other side. I pissed in both sides. There were three the spots to pee. So yeah. since See, everyone was bringing up piss, though, that's, that's that's the story that I thought of, though, was with the, the okay. whole pissing. All right. You know, if we're keeping that the theme. Well, well Boober talked about jerking off. He, it was, it's basically been penis, 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 penis. Well, of course it's going to involve penis. Penis. Anus. I'm still... I'm st- <laughs> what? Toothbrush. <laughs> Actually, I'm still on the, I think I'm still we should call Aaron that, toothbrush from now on. <laughs> I'm still on the fact that on, on the side of the Hughes' porch, it's not just dead grass. There is like a circle. one foot by one foot circle that is just mud. <laughs> and nothing will grow there for at least... Fifteen years, it's but like two feet. It's, it's like, like it's seriously like irradiated soil. Yeah, <laughs> but there, nothing will fucking grow there. But it's the best part hilarious. is we have good aim. We do. Yeah. <laughs> one foot. We have impeccable foot. aim. Mm-hmm. Impeccable. Impeccable. Dave. Impeccable. Dave. Where should I pee? This general area right here. David. Speaking of uh, speaking, I gotta tell you something. All right. Speaking of uh, peeing and stuff. So um, I went to Blake's house today. He does uh, what we call a IB whip, of course, and uh, we did an interview with this gentleman, and it was he actually was very very down to earth. He plays in like a like a he says honky tonk band is what he, what he refers to, but it's really what they call old country now, or you know like the shit they played in the sixties. Completely cool guy. Um, his name's David. Really, really nice guy. Uh, I got to say, thanks for coming down from Chicago and uh, doing the interview for Blake's uh, show. And by the time you what, listen to this, uh, let's see, Blake will be on episode number 15. And this was for episode 14. So it, so that was just a plug for your show, Blake. See, what, from what <laughs> I've heard from like you and from Blake, they shouldn't call it underground country what they're playing. They should call it. They're just the originals. No, they see, should just call it country. See, that's what I told him. I go, Blake, you got you listen to country music. He's like, well, what about Kenny Chesney and the Brad? That's Paisley? pop country. I said it's pop country. Do not let them take the word country from you. <laughs> it's like taking back. You know, we're not going to say what, what we're talking about when we say taking the word back. You know, porch monkey. The white people are taking that back. <laughs> and and that's not racist. There's nothing racist about that. You know, the other words, yes, are. But see, There's a petition not. on Wikipedia. Yeah, go to Wikipedia. See that? No, I don't know. No, but I don't know. That's, I, that's completely false. I just made that up. And you know what the funny thing is? I actually don't, I actually don't mind listening to that stuff now, like the, 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 what they consider the old country. It's actually not too bad. Johnny Cash was a shit. Yeah, Johnny Cash yeah. was a shit, yeah. dude. H- Hank Williams, his stuff actually... Um, if you listen to it, it's all. It's not about the music. It's about what he says, what his, his meanings for the song. I gotta give him props for well, that. Well, that, that's what they did back in the day in country music. They're telling a story. Yeah, that, that's what it's about. It's not about you know the twang shit. Yeah, that's that's fine, mm-hmm. everything. But I didn't know this, but Hank basically played by himself. And there's artists now that are out there. Jake Pitt or uh, uh, Joey Alcorn, uh, one of the artists, actually what? plays by himself. Have you ever seen like like an old video of Hank Williams? He's that, he's always out there, alone. That, see, Done. I didn't know that. Nothing. This sounds really bad, but I didn't know that till today. Dude, I, he's always Hank Williams is always out there just by himself. I, 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 is, I just him. Yeah, I I had no idea. Don't ask I had no idea. Can I go off on a tangent real quick? Actually, before um, we go on the tangent, um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and uh, let some uh, sponsors and other shows run their ads. So uh, we'll be back in uh, two and two.
Hey, how you doing? I'm One More Name. I host the Bootleg Asylum radio show at flapdaddy.com every Friday night, midnight, till 2 a.m. Eastern Time. And my live shows are podcasted the following Tuesdays here at section86.com. Thanks to Andrew of 86 Productions for all his help getting my podcast up and available for download. Or you can also listen to my show on the pop-up player here at section86.com. My Bootleg Asylum radio show features a new bootleg each show, as well as album, bootleg, or MySpace band reviews with Jared Morningstar. Plus lots of hard-to-find, rarely-played artists from different genres of music. I played hard rock, classic rock, country blues, metal, rockabilly, psychobilly, and alternative folk music. So tune in to FlatData.com every Friday night, midnight Eastern for my live broadcast, or download or listen to my shows the following Tuesdays, 8 a.m. Central Time, here at Section86.com. You can also log on to my profile page at MySpace backslash The Bootleg Asylum Radio Show and keep up to date on my shows there. And don't forget all the other great podcasts here at Section86.com, like It Burns When I Pee, Vertebraker, and Creative Tragedy. We all try our very best to bring you quality shows with music interviews and discussions on a wide range of music and topics. And we appreciate all your support helping keeping these shows going. So spread the good word about Section86.com and my Bootleg Asylum Radio Show. Thanks for your interest, and I look forward to talking to you on my Friday night Bootleg Asylum Radio Show chat room. Remember, it's all about real music. It is still out there, and I will prove that to you with each show. My name is Meat Rod, and today I'm here to offer you a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hey, y'all, it's Blake Clayton here, host of It Burns When I Pee. Come join us in the revolution against corporate Nashville. In each episode, we play tons of real country music. We interview the artists that are keeping country music alive. And we have plenty of laughs along the way. It Burns When I Pee at Section86.com. We're taking a dump on the lawn of corporate Nashville. Hey, this is Spice Boy from the Bubba the Love Sponge Show, and you're listening to It Burns When I Pee. Kicking pop country in the balls. Love it, guys. Take care. All right. Welcome back. And, uh, Aaron, what were you uh, going to say right before the break? Okay. Um, we were talking about how you were saying that you should just call it country. It's not underground country. Well, um, unfortunately, I, I sent my iPod in for uh, to get a brand new one. Okay. And um, so I have to listen to the radio. And one of the things I've noticed when I listen to, quote, unquote, rock stations is that they're going to be playing Number one, Nickelback. Number two, Saliva. Number three, Chris Daughtry. So the one thing that, that I was going to talk about is how rock stations anymore, it's not even real rock. It's the shit rock, which is really pop music. I mean, because Nickelback, let's face it, you know, they have no right at all to be considered a quote-unquote rock band. Same thing with Saliva, like with their with their, their shit that they're putting out now, or even Seether, how, how downhill they've gone. And especially Chris Daughtry, you know. They say that he's rock, but let's face it, he, he's not. He's not. So, like, Mike, obviously, you know, really big into rock music, you know, just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think about that with, with rock music today? Like, not so much, I don't want to say just radio play, but just rock in general, like how downhill it has gone. Well, rock in general is, in my opinion, is just taking a huge decline as far as, I mean, you take a look at the 90s. The 90s was like a really good time for modern type of rock music that was coming out. I mean, look, look back at the 70s. The 70s were huge for bands, you know, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, all of those really great classic rock bands, ACDC, you know, I mean, it just the list keeps going on and on. But the, the, they were like the pioneers of rock music back then. 
It's gone through stages. Rock has always gone through different stages. Unfortunately, in the stage that we live in, and this doesn't just apply to rock, I think that's kind of what you're getting at, is that it applies to all other forms of music. So rock has taken the same turn kind of that country has because now what's considered rock, quote-unquote rock, and what's considered quote-unquote country is pop. It's just pop music. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's regurgitated shit from the, from the record companies that they put out because they think it's going to sell a bunch and it's more about image and all of that other crap than it is about the actual music. Yeah. You, you, you got to take into consideration what the mainstream, the general public, you know, I don't know what real music is, so yeah, this is rock. The only time, the only time lately that rock has been starting to make a comeback in the mainstream was with Corn in the late '90s, late '90s, early 2000, and then yeah. after after Fall of Leader, they just dropped dropped off. I mean, I, I would consider it well a little bit earlier than that because the first Corn album came out in '92 well, I mean, or something like that. I mean, at its peak. I don't know. But at its peak, where it was coming back, right? Where everybody was like, "Yeah, rock, oh, you know." And then fucking, that was like '98, wasn't it? I, like with Slipknot, also, and like in a way, Limp Biscuit. I hate to say, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Li- Slipknot, cut your ass raw. Slipknot and Mudvayne. Slipknot and Mudvayne was actually like '99, 2000, around that time. Right. I mean, corn had brought it to its peak. Slipknot and Mudvayne took it a little bit further, but then corn dropped off, and that's where I think it lost its headway. I mean, I some people don't think it, but I think corn was one of the leaders in bringing rock back. And once they dropped off, just well, you had a big, you had a big change in music in the '90s. Period. I mean, as soon as the 90s hit, there was just a difference in music. And it a lot started, of it with rock started with the grunge movement. With Nirvana, then Pearl Soundgarden, Jam. Pearl Jam, Temple of the Dog. I mean, they just brought all these bands out that, from Seattle, actually, of all places. And then Seattle was kind of the melting pot for it all. It yeah, was the which, birthplace of grunge. And, it, and it, it all spawned because of... They they did things differently. They rearranged the music differently. If you break it down to the musical level, they, they wrote songs in a different manner than previous rock bands did. Before that, you had hair bands in the 80s. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, oh, God. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's where we took the biggest hit. Poison's right. like, see, that's what pisses me off. They consider bands like Van Halen, Def Leppard, Scorpions, they're like rock fucking gods, Sammy Hagar. And it's like, no, dude. They, We took the biggest hit in rock ever in the fucking 80s, and you call them all rock gods? Fucking Guns N' Roses. Most horrific fucking band ever. <laughs> Joe hates Guns most, N' Roses. Most horrific. The dude, okay, okay, I'm sorry. You cannot call a guy that wears makeup, has fucking... Volumized hair. His hair is bigger <laughs> than every fucking chick I have ever seen. And he he dances around like a little faggot. His voice is so uh, fucking high. the jungle, baby. Seriously, I, I swear to God. Die. The next person, 
the next person that comes up to me and tells me that Axl Rose is a fucking rock god, I'm just gonna fucking break their nose. Actually, I have it to just di- seriously pisses I, me off that this guy is considered you. a rock god. Only the only thing I like about Guns N' Roses was Usual Illusion One and Two. That that's all I really like about them. I thought they were done, very very well done albums. Well, when you talk but, about the impact that certain bands have on culture and and that you know. Obviously, Nirvana is regarded as the band that got grunge started. Now, the thing, the problem with that is, is that they were made bigger because of the fact that Kurt Cobain killed himself. He mm-hmm. martyrized himself, basically, for that band, which made them extremely popular. Right. There were tons of other bands that were better than Nirvana at the time. Pearl Jam was way better than fucking Nirvana at that time. Yeah. And Soundgarden kicked the shit out of Nirvana. Yeah. Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers were way fucking better than Nirvana at the, those points in time. As far as this grunge movement, Stone Temple Pilots, dude, the list goes on and on. Alice in Chains? Alice in fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of another martyr. But as far as the band goes, I mean, shit, dude. They were way better than Nirvana. Oh, I have, I have a side note on Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's like... We all know Red Hot Chili Peppers from the 80s, like Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Oh, not yeah. Greatest fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers album ever. I had an ex-girlfriend, huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. She has RHCP on her license plate. I'm like, so what's your favorite RHCP album? She's like, um, Californication. I'm like, what? Are you, are you fucking serious? Is that like all... Like what you've heard of them that from that on, <laughs> like haven't you ever heard of Blood Sugar Sex Magic, One Hot Minute? I mean, any of that? Mother's She's milk. like, I didn't even know Damn, those albums. Yeah. Mother's Milk. I didn't even know those albums existed. I'm like, are you fucking serious? That's when Red Hot Chili Peppers were raw. That's when their fucking style came out. And you're listening to Californication and anything beyond that, where California isn't. They mention California in every fucking song. Like Danny either, California? Yeah, it's either some dude's name or some kind of Asian, <laughs> Californication. <laughs> they they say California and everything. I mean, seriously. I mean, but uh, but but that's that's the the difference that the '90s made was that songs were written differently. It was more raw. It was definitely more of a change of pace than the fucking hair bands and the solos. You know, everything was a, a guitar solo and high-pitched singing, looking like a fucking chick, you know, wearing the fucking, all the eyeliner and whatever, like Brett Michaels and all that crap. Yeah. But then you had, but, but if you look at, like, grunge, mainly it was just a bunch of dudes in flannel up there playing on the stage. And they didn't, they didn't you know, like... Played four have, chords? Well, they, yeah, they played a lot of the same chords over and over again and all of that, but they also didn't have much of a stage presence. If you go to bands now, it's all about stage presence, and it's not so much about the music. Like Nickelback's show, like if you go watch them live, it's a bunch of pyro, and there's, you know, there's, it's just, it's all theatrics mm-hmm. and shit. So it's, it's completely changed the way that, that things were and it's just a slump in rock it'll get better again you know I think rock mm-hmm. is here to stay unlike certain other genres like rap well, and, it, you know stuff like that but longer than, you know, yeah, well, yeah I mean really Chuck Berry is the founder of rock mm-hmm. I, I mean back in the 50s he's pretty much the founder of rock music he's I, the first one to come up with the electric guitar as, and the sound as, and all as that as many things that were, long, were wrong with the 80s 
Um, I shouldn't say he was one, the one to come up with the electric one guitar. One band but did persevere. Floyd just kept making shit. I mean, they added. They kind of had a member go to prison <laughs> for for murder, but yeah, they kept. Are they? Sid Vicious. Sid Barrett or Sid Barrett? That's what I meant. <laughs> Not Sid, Sid wrong. Vicious. Sid wrong. Sid Vicious went. No, Sid, Sid Barrett went. No, cr- he was a WCW wrestler. He is in a mental. Institute. I'm wrong about that. Sid Vicious killed somebody. Sid Barrett went crazy off of fucking hallucinogens. Sid yeah, Vicious. Sid, yes. Bar- Sid Barrett was and gone. Sid, before Sid the Vicious 70s. broke his leg. Right. Sid Barrett. I mean, if you listen to Pink Floyd shit back in the '60s, that's just way the fuck out. There. It was weird. Yeah. Well, Sid Barrett, I know, wrote most of the albums and like most of the yeah. the music. Once, and stuff once Sid Barrett went that. to the mental institute, and then Roger Waters. Came in and him and Robert Gilmore, right? Fucking just started just writing a bunch of shit. That's when they started experimenting and everything just started getting psychedelic and everything. But through the eighties, I think Roger Waters left like early eighties. They broke up a few times, but they kept coming back and kept. I mean, they kept adding people. Like Pink Floyd, by the time they ended, had about fifteen different members. But they still, they still came out with original shit and just kept persevering and kept rock going. Well, here's a question I have. Now, I heard that Metallica's coming out with a new album yeah. this summer. Do you think Metallica could bring rock back? No. 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 Metallica no. hasn't been rock since the Black Album. Well, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that, what's that? No, 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 actually, Load and Reload were actually decent albums. Oh, God. No, S- I agree. I, didn't, I agree. I, I, I didn't, think that no. they were decent. I didn't mind S&M. That was, that, actually, S&M, to me, it just blew my mind. It's really when they came S&M out with St. Anger, good. that was yeah. terrible. St. Anger once, was garbage. Once uh, Jason Newstead left, it was, it was when they went fucking downhill. And actually, they, they were done. Saint Anger was voted on Rolling Stone, I believe, as the second worst album of all time. Next to Slipknot's Iowa. Yep. Wow. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Good one. Good oh, one. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, knuck oh. up. Respect knuck <laughs> up. Uh, well, the question actually, when I was going on this train of thought, the question I was going to ask, I think like in 03, just the little side point for me, in 03, I think that's when like rock for me like got... Kind of big, you know. I mean, I know you were in Paradigm at the time. You know, I was wa- I was watching you guys play and everything. You know, listen to a lot of Stain and, but Chevelle also came out. You know, and they came out big. I thought with um, this type or um, Wonder What's Next. And the question I was going to ask then is like n- right now, like you know, two thousand eight. Assuming this gets put out then, um, in two thousand eight. <laughs> um, okay, two thousand ten. Um, <laughs> what bands are on the radio right now? Like real rock bands that actually are kind of being commercially played, kind of that can actually bring rock back to a a time when you have real rock bands. You can't even say that because on the radio, none. The yeah, I would yeah. literally have to say none. So the closest like, thing because the the what what's happened with the music industry is that with these rock bands and things, they've signed too fucking many of them. They really have. Like a lot of bands talk about how hard it is to get signed and all this stuff, and how hard it is to make it big. Okay, if you're good, you're gonna make it. You know what I mean? It's like if you're fucking good, you're gonna make it. The problem is, is that 
they have found all of these people about their image. You know, like fucking uh, Hinder. Bands like oh, that. God. Panic at Brownie the Disco. Pool. Panic at the Disco. Yeah, oh, they're, fucking they're Fall Out pop. Boy. They're just, those guys are just pop. They're not played on Fall Out Boy. All of, all of that shit is just a fucking ploy to get you to go buy it because they dress a certain way. They look a certain way. You know, yeah. it's all about image. And they have fucking flooded the market now with bands that suck. What really needs to happen is the the recording companies need to fucking downgrade this shit and start signing quality bands. It doesn't matter what genre it's in. Like I mean, I don't even care. Not like not even just talking about rock. They need to get into signing better R and B singers and signing better fucking. It's it's like shows like American Idol. Oh. If you think about it, dude, they're they're rolling out a new star or whatever every fucking year. Or every season. How many of those people so, have actually made it, though? Well, Only like Carrie Underwood. Well, and Chris Daughtry, even though he didn't win. But, I mean, he's... And I guess Kelly it. Clarkson to a certain extent well, also. See, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, is that you're talking about flooding the market. And that other country guy. You're just perpetuating um, it by, by adding these musicians into it that, that probably shouldn't ever fucking be there in the first place. So, like, for example, like, on the radio, a couple bands that come to mind, I mean, Chevelle, you know, which they're one of my favorite bands, um, but another one like Breaking Benjamin, they play them on the radio, too. They, they're keeping to release songs from and Phobia. Actually, um, on 104.9, which, as bad as that radio station is, I mean, basically, they're doing... The best they can to play rock by playing shit from the late, like mid to late 90s. They go back to like 80s and play fucking Def Leppard, not fucking bullshit. <laughs> but they play mid to late 90s and early 2000s. They play shit like Slipknot. They play Offspring, the old school Offspring. Good. Luckily, nothing off of, Amer- of Americana. <laughs> Pretty fly for a white guy? <laughs> Pretty oh, fly. I fucking for a hate white that album. Guy. I have heard some rise against, which Good. if they would stop being so goddamn political, they would be a lot better. See, the, and the thing is, though, a lot of those bands that we're talking about, they're getting older. And it's getting to the point where I think a lot of those bands are having a hard time coming up with new shit. You know what I mean? They're, they're not. I, oh, well, I don't know. I, I personally think that a lot of bands who have made it. Especially, and in, in whether or not you agree with it, Corn is definitely a pioneer. Before Corn, there was no other band that sounded that way. None of them. Feel these slappy bass, the the ultra low tuned guitars, even, the even chunky riffs, the John, drum beats. Jonathan Davis's voice. Right. Everything about that band. The reason that they are one of the considered one of the most uh, rich bands or whatever you want to call it. I mean, they've they've made fucking shitloads of money. There, there's no doubt about it. They're a legend in the modern metal world. But the problem with that is, is that they start running out of shit to do, whether it's complacency or whether they just figure, I've made my money, now I just need to put out whatever I want to put out. I mean, there's that factor that goes into it. Selling See, out. That's selling what, out is that's a big gotta, part of it. you either going to tell yourself they're selling out or you either going to tell yourself that they're like, okay, we we have become these huge rock gods. We pioneered all this shit. We've done all we can for rock for all these other fucking bands, and it's like, let's see how let's see how much we can fuck with people. 
That's uh, that's not profitable though. It's not profitable. Uh, apparently, to fuck it with has been because they people still buy the shit though. Albums, that's a problem. She's been fucking selling like mad. Their their old albums have gone multi platinum. These new albums are selling in a fraction they, of are, what their old ones did. They've already the only made their pro- money. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Are they selling out? Are they trying to stay up and hip with the new trends and shit? I don't know. I don't necessarily know. I haven't analyzed it enough honestly, to honestly, like give a good answer on it. But either way, they fucking suck now. I know. Honestly, I just I just think they don't care anymore. They, it's like whatever. I'll be, just put some shit that out. That could be. That then, sounds like Aerosmith. Then then oh, what? Yeah. There needs to be some sort of stop on that to keep them from doing it. Because it's fucking lame that they just put out whatever the hell they want so to. So you want to go talk to Jonathan Davis and be like, cut the shit, man. Uh, absolutely. They, and really, they can't anymore. You know, I've had a discussion with people. There's a difference. They need head back. They need they need their old fucking car. head's lost it, dude. Well, no, 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 no. That's not true. He's coming back now. I read somewhere. Let me look it up on Wikipedia because yeah, you know look Wiki- that shit up. Wikipedia never lies. <laughs> you know, with Steve Gutenberg. He found he, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg from Kewanee, Illinois. Yeah. He found Jesus. Um, All right, there's one thing I was gonna say. How I've, do I make I've, the I've back, backwards with, K with friends about evolution and revolution in bands? You know, if a band evolves over time, that's fine. But when they have a huge revolution where they change how they are, you know, that's not what you want. You know, you want bands to, no. co- to, to be how they were. But, you know, if you take a look from one album to their seventh album, you're going to see that they're completely different. But if you look at it over a span of all seven albums, you're going to say, hey, you know what? It's not that much different. And that's, I think, the thing is you want an evolution. You don't want a revolution. I hate to say, but like Green Day, you know, like everyone looks at Dookie and then you look at American Idiot and they're two completely different albums. But looking at the course of all of them, it's kind of an evolution. I don't think that they've had such a revolution. I've, I've actually had the same conversation with uh, another guy. He moved he moved away a while ago, but we were talking about 311 and how he doesn't like the new shit. He's like, oh, I like last album I like is fucking self-titled. And I'm like, oh. well, dude, bands have to evolve. They, they, I mean, they can't. They keep doing the same shit over and over. People are going to get tired of them. You have to evolve. Well, yeah, <laughs> and you do. You do have to stay current with the modern times. But how the fuck does Corn go from making songs like Blind, Ball Tongue, and uh, Shoots and Ladders to Twisted Transistor and Y'all Want Another Single? It, it's really. I don't think it, that's How? their decision, though, because some uh, of the yeah, a lot of it is the is the record company telling them what to do, or their producer telling them what to do. Or, you know, right? Or like, whoever's writing this shit. True. It, yeah, well, but that's the thing. Rock bands always write their own shit. Um, they normally write their right. own shit, Look, and okay. a good rock band will write their own shit. I, I I actually would need Blake on this, but I know for a fact Hank Williams the third. They told him that he has to put out a certain type of album. Well, he just said basically "fuck you" to corporate Nashville. Instead of what he could have done is he could have wrote like three songs the way they wanted, it and then put his spin on a couple other ones, and then wrote what they wanted. So you have, you know, either half or eighty percent of the record exactly how they want it. Then he puts what he wants on there also. So like, if because he's big into like he does like a country set, and then he does a heavy metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, if 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 you are a real band, you want to still put out how you play stuff. You should go ahead and do what they want you to do, and then you put what you want on there also. Because they're not going to reject everything that gets put out. I got something actually I really want to bring up now, because when Evolution Revolution, 
All right, Sugar Ray, fly. That's all I got to say. Because okay. if you have that album and you listen to the entire thing. RPM was a bad RPM. Fly, dude, fly. Is, yep. With the yeah. slide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Fly is the sorest fucking thumb. That you will ever hear. Well, oh yeah, on their version. The rest of the yeah, the rest of the album is rock. Like yeah, they, it's, it's actually hard rock. rock. And then everything else is about him. Like I just want to fly, you know. Like and he's just sitting there doing that shit. And like Mark McGrath, and he's very intelligent, you know. And I'm sure he's probably and gay. Like, probably, I'm sure he probably can, you know, like thread like no other, you know, or, or sing like really great rock songs. But. After that, you know, like after that album, I don't even know what it was called, but probably self-titled or Fly, who knows. No. After that, it just went straight to the fucking, straight down the gutter. Yeah, it and it was like all pop song. thing on it. But yeah, RPM, though, like. Oh, that was, RPM that was, was a badass yeah. song. There's another song on there, too, that was pretty good, too. I, I forgot what it was. But yeah. You, it was you're, Floored was the name of the album. Yeah. You're right, dude. Everything, but. You know, and the rest of the album is all hard rock, RPM type. Yeah, RPM. Uh, and then Breathe fly. is also good. Um, uh, what's I? Th- I don't know if it's American Pig or Stand and Deliver. There was a band that did that actually on purpose. Well, which I'm sure Sugar Ray did to get people to buy the album. But there was a band that did it and admitted it, called Filter. Yeah, they did that. They released that song with the. Take take my picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. take my picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rest of the album, fucking rock. I mean, take my pictures. Okay. It was an I acoustic, just typing ballad. Made me songs, sick, sort of. Did Silverchair do something like that too? Oh, Anna mm-hmm. Song, is that what it's called? I don't know about their second album. Silverchair's first album was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind Anna. Sixteen years old. Actually, Anna song and Anthem for the year two thousand. I really didn't mind those songs. They were actually pretty good. Actually, Silverchair was just Silverchair was a different entity, and Silverchair was something else. And actually, one of the things I was going to say about like Sugar Ray. Now that I'm thinking about them, um, one of the things I'll always remember when I watched MTV a million years ago when they played music videos. Um, one of the things I remembered is he did an interview and he said, yeah, whenever the record company tells me to make a new song, we just come up with something like in an hour or so that'll you know play on the radio. And like right then and there, I lost all respect for the guy because you want to put like your feelings, you know, you want to put thought into it. You want, you want a song to actually speak to people and have it be, you know, bigger than what you are, you know, and, and he... That that's just fucked up. Why? If you look at the lyrics, it's fucked up. So you can, you can say what you want about it, but the videos that they put out are just fucking hilarious. Like uh, the video for uh, something in the window, in the window or something. The video was fucking <coughs> hilarious because they just like keep changing video styles throughout the whole thing. It is the funniest video I've ever seen. But that's like almost like how Blink One Eighty Two, which like. Damn it was a pretty good song, at least for me. I know Mike, you probably don't like it, but damn, 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 like, I don't know. Like, I kind of like that and pathetic. I know Joe, you like that song, but like with when they came out with uh, "What's My Age Again" and they ran around the street naked in order to get attention, because you see that you're like, oh my god, that's the naked video. That's the naked video. Yeah. You know, no matter what, it could have been a great song. It could have been a horrible song, which it was. <laughs> um, but it just they did that so that way they would get attention. And that's what videos are anymore with um, uh, the Here It Goes Again, uh, OK Go. 
like when they're on the goddamn treadmills like they had a song out like you know videos three vid- years ago that were the, that was much better the videos so. seriously i think are a very bad idea i really do Agreed. I mean, in the first place. I mean, seriously, I think that music would be much better off if there had never been v- music videos. Unless you're going to make yeah. all your videos as raw, I, as, as raw as 36 Crazy Vicks Slit Wrist Theory. Or, or, Tones, or Be Quiet and Drive. Or Chimera's Split. S- yeah, Split. Split was good. That dude, that fucking yeah, the video. But you, you finally watched that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that was badass, dude. No, see, but the thing is, though, that most most bands don't do that. Like Aaron says, they're trying to get attention. You know, it's like just trying to fucking come up with whatever. Stu- mm. And I've seen great videos. I have. I've seen great videos. Not everyone's gonna be like that. The market's gonna get flooded with bullshit, and it has. And actually, even I hate to say, I it. think after a break, though, dude. After a break, after a period of time, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, I don't know how long it's going to be. Rock will have another resurgence. You know, I hate to say it right but, now, though, because, you know, they're easily top five favorite bands, but Chevelle. Andy, I know you like it, but like their last two videos they put out for The Fad, which I like that song. And then you're right. I get it. I don't like that song at all. I think uh, it's dumb. But the videos they put out, it has a clown in it. For God knows what reason. What life. they're doing is they're taking business class people and throwing them into a fight club and making them fight to the death. Here's the thing, though. Like, that's, to me, kind of dumb. You take a look at the red. I didn't say it was good. Okay. Send Ooh. the pain below <laughs> is about like, snowboarding. I mean, whatever. But, like, uh, the clincher and also uh, um, um, vitamin R. Both those videos, fucking awesome. I, I like them. I think that's good. No, no, no. So. About Chevelle? Seriously? They lost the third brother and brought the brother-in-law in, whatever. The lead singer has to admit, by the third album, he needs to stop writing everything himself. No, actually, I was reading. He doesn't write everything himself. Um, Sam, the drummer, writes almost every, all the lyrics. Believe it or not, Pete, only, Pete has some input, but Sam, I guess, is the mastermind behind the band. I, didn't I don't doubt that. After talking to Sam... Because I I talked to him outside that concert in at Champagne. I new talked dark to day. Him. What's that? New Dark Day. Yeah, yeah. New New Dark Day. But uh, I talked to him for probably about forty five minutes, and um, he's an extremely intelligent person. Like he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there talking to us, and he's like, "Oh, so you're in a band and all this stuff?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, you should read this book." And he's, like, naming off all these books about what we should read if we're trying to get into the music business and everything. He's like, he's like, oh, man, you got to read this guy's concept, and it's all, about, it's all about the record companies and all this stuff. And he explained to me the first album for um, point number point one, one yeah. they were on an indie type of label for point number one. Mm-hmm. They did not start ma- – the band themselves didn't see a dime of anything until after this type of thinking could do us in. Really? Yeah. So three albums later? this album, this newest one, is the first one that they've had total creative control over. That's what bothers me is because it's their worst. You think it's their worst? I fucking hate this album. I hate it. But it has some good songs. It has. Well Enough Alone is a good song. 
that's not. That's the only one that you think? Because that one, like. Saturdays is not bad. Safer um, Waters is one of my um, favorite ones, actually. No, what's that? What's that other one? Paint the Seconds. Paint the, the Seconds. seconds. That's. The, I'd say song. Paint the Seconds and Well Enough Alone are the best songs on the album. And, dude, they changed their image. They did. Yeah, they're, they're all fucking yeah, emo, emo and out. shit now, dude. But they're not playing oh, emo. It's a decent song. I know they're not playing emo music, so why the fuck does he look like Fallout Boy? Why does he look like Pete Wentz but he does when he's not Pete Loeffler? But he does not have eyeliner. Why the fuck is no he... eyeliner. Seriously, he's Pete Loeffler? Why the fuck does he look like Pete Wentz? They look like a bunch of fags. The right one now. thing, though, like Safer Waters is actually one of my favorite ones. One of my newer favorite ones. The only reason I say that is based on what the song is even about. You know, which is what I was talking about earlier about how like songs have to have some sort of meaning behind it. Well, yeah. And it's about dude, de-evolution, I, which I thought was kind of cool. Dude, it's about retreating, you know, dude, going back to sea and everything. Well, like that's that. what Rock it. is doing right no, now. No, no. no, I get it has more meaning than safer. Oh, come on! I get it. I get it's a terrible song. That is the absolute worst song they have ever done. Period. Hands down. It is, worst a, sh- song. It is a shitty really? song. Worst song. Like, really? there are some songs on point number one I don't like, but come on, that is the worst song. What, I get it? Yeah. Oh, God. It's a terrible song. I know you like it, Andy, but you're right. I get it. It all makes sense. You're the perfect person. So right, so wrong. You know, come on. Like, it's really sing-songy, dude. Yeah. I, I understand oh. that, but who hasn't been in a relationship and wanted to say that to somebody? And be like, yeah, you're right. I get it. It all but makes it's, sense. It's, you're the perfect you person. To, you have to look at it in a sarcastic point. Yeah. Like I understand the sarcasm behind it, but it's just like... We'll see. We'll look at this. Uh, assume it's weather, or we're okay. right or wrong. We're have doomed. You, There's plenty for all. Have you listened to the song all the way through? Yeah. No, Once I've heard the song the point, a lot of times. Once it gets to the point where it changes pace, that's, that's where it really gets... Really see, good. the other thing also, and the one thing I have noticed about Chevelle especially, they're more... They, there's a lot of like Christian stuff in there. You know, I know we don't like talking religion, but that's actually more of a religious band than you think because point number one, you know what he's talking about the entire time. Yeah. Send the Pain Below is another one, too, because yeah. he's fighting with his demons with, you know. And in and and the evening with El Diablo is exactly. all about that, how he spends an evening with the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, one of, I think, one of their El best Diablo? songs. Well, what I'm saying, though, dude, is that, like, you know, if he's religious and everything and he's a he's – following jesus what the fuck ever you know he also uses a lot of also that can describe his demons you know what i mean like like when we were at the show with him on on, in champagne pete was fucking drunk he he didn't come out and talk to any of the fans or anything because sam said that he was passed out in the back of the fucking tour bus because he was so hammered he played the whole show just fucking wasted which was Um, pete pete's a singer singer guitarist singer yeah but but you know if they're religious and things why are they swearing on stage? Why are they fucking... Well, they've only... There's you know what only I mean, one though? song that they swear. Okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about on stage, oh, on at stage, the concerts. Stage, yeah. You know, Pete will just be like, oh, fuck. You know, and... You but know, the thing is, you know, they, but they have to play a character, though. That's a thing. Like, that's one thing that I've... I've after talking to a couple of people, the, you have to play a character. Right. On, on stage. They're playing a character. They're... Basically, most of their songs is like, they don't know how to deal with certain things. Like, Evening with the Di- Diablo is a good one. He's like... Uh, uh, what's what's um, uh, I can't remember what the lyric is. I wish I had your faults. Nothing seems to phase you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that, you know, I, I was high up on you. Uh, you know, that entire section is basically saying like he was gonna change and go to the the quote unquote dark side. 
right. and then he decides not to, you know, so he had his one night with El Diablo. Right. And, but see, I get it. If you, depending on how you look at it, as Joe said, it could be a relationship. I think it's something more than that. I, I, I think Elaborate. A, a slam at, at uh, Joe. No, I, no, 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 no. Don't slam no, Joe. No, Joe's I'm a not good guy. Him. No, no, Joe, I like you. No, no, dude. I, Joe, I, the bassist. Who? <laughs> are you fucking people stupid here? Wait, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah. I, I didn't say it was a slam on Joe Loeffler. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dumbass. We have Josephus here, so you know. Wait, what? Josephus. Not Joe. Not now him. Now that he brings up the bassist. I'd say I've heard the stories. I I, I wrote about them. Where was the argument really? Because I heard it was between Joe and Joe did not want a tour. Yeah, Joe no, didn't want to no, do it he anymore. Just to stay home. He wanted to be basically the guy who writes the stuff and then sits at home and collects a check. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a studio bassist. That's it. Well, studio bassist, as most people find out, you don't make much money in the studio because, as I found out today, you make approximately eight cents per song. So that means eighty-eight. 88 cents a song is what you make off it. You only make money on the tour. All Most of, yeah, we're talking, dude, 90% of the band's revenue that they generate comes from touring. So that's why Mudvayne stayed on tour for four years straight. No, nah, there was more to it because uh, it was, they took, a, they took some, they took like a month or two off and then uh, Sam starts writing stuff and then he brings it to Pete and then Pete puts his spin on it and then Joe kind of just comes in. He's basically a rejected guitarist. I'm not, you know, there's that's kind of mean to say, but he's a rejected guitarist that plays bass because he plays bass like a guitar. Well, from everything that's been said, I what I took out of it was he said like I want to write, but I do not want to go on tour touring, you know, or if we tour, we need to stay around a certain area. Well, Chevelle's big kind of around this area, but I guess in Virginia they're huge. Even though they're Chicago, because some pe- a lot of Chicago bands no one likes. If you're from Chicago, like for instance, a uh, Mancow, everyone hates Mancow in Chicago. You local go, H, local H. You see, local H is another one. In in the when they go to like DeKalb, sellout. When they go to play the Double Door, it's a sellout in the Chicago area. They go other places, they're not big. They go to California. <laughs> they go to California and then make fun of the, and the thing is, but the thing is, they're they're completely independent. Yeah. That's the funny part, yeah. and they make fun of basically all the Calif- like the California songs yeah, and, the, yeah. and fuck New York too. Yeah, and fuck oh, New York. Yeah, <laughs> and fuck New York too. I forgot about that part. Yeah. No, okay. The whole thing with the I get it. This is what I. Uh, this is the lyric. I, you're right. I get it. It all makes sense. You're the perfect person. So right, so wrong. Let's all live in your imaginary life. I think he's talking about something else. In all seriousness, um, something I you can take it two ways. You can say that he's talking. He's talking to this chick. I'm not living your imaginary life, or he's saying that like, I don't know if I should live in this imaginary life. Hence, being the religious part. Uh, I doubt that. I, I'm guessing it's I to see. Joe. I, to be honest, I, I would imagine Joe. Well, I'm just I'm just gonna bring this up because of Seven Dust. Okay, when Clint Lowry left Seven Dust to join Dark New Day. The, New Dark Day! Uh, obviously, Seven Dust has fallen from grace, to say the least. Okay? Exactly. Um, they, uh, their music got a lot more edgy and angry and all this other stuff, but not in a good way. It, it's, it's been degraded to that kind of, because at least before they had Melody. <laughs> and uh, when, when Clint left... All of their let's just like read the lyrics for most of the Seven Dust songs after Clint left. It's all 
just you can tell it's directed yeah. right at now you. Now you know it's I mean? my turn. No, yeah. You know, okay. Here's another thing, by the, the way. Enemy. Yeah. Actually, blah, blah, blah. Joe, you might be right about this. Here's another one. Um, here's another part from I get it. He goes, of course, the law is fountains or face-to-face remorse, a fast and re- restless blackmail like pent-up fet- fetish force. That's from I get it. That actually makes sense. That is about Joe the bassist. Yeah. Now here's something that I, I anyways here's something I did want to mention. All right, I you know what guys I, I think we've gone off on a certain tangent so it, it's I think it's time to end the show and we'll talk about music some other time. Okay, go ahead. It's just like the rock bands nowadays, what we consider rock, they have got all their respect and got all their fame from fucking touring. Correct. They, I mean, some of them have videos out yet. Yeah, but. Half of them, you can only see them on YouTube. They're not fucking played on MTV, which isn't MTV anymore. It's not music television. It's RT. <laughs> MTV2 is not even MTV anymore. It's it's terrible. No, the music channels aren't music channels. All of our rock bands have got their respect, their fame, their... F- not really fortunes. No, well, most of them. Money, whatever money they have, they have got control. It's from going out and getting the fans. Not like rap, where... They just spit out random bullshit like, uh, I got more money than you, I have 10 cars, and um, I'm, I'm black. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much all they say. Oh. They say, dude, seriously, they have no talent. Listen to T.I. T.I. is the most talentless motherfucker I have ever heard. Because <laughs> he just says the same shit over and over, substitutes words in between. Oh. He's like, yeah, in the club. Let you shoulder uh, lean, let you shoulder lean, yeah. blah, 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 let you shoulder lean. Uh, yeah. What? What? It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. He gets yeah. so much money because they're just like, oh, that's the shit, dude. Can't you hear that shit flow? No, I can't because he doesn't come up with l- original lyrics. He just says the same shit over and over again. I feel those lighters. Our rock bands get their fucking respect from touring, coming up with original water, shit. Water, water, you're all. And... It's just fucking bullshit. All these rap artists, all they do is repeat shit over and over again. And they're like, listen to Eminem over here. Can't you hear the <laughs> talent? And it's like, I'm going to no, beat my mother. They come up with five words, repeat it, put two words in between it every five seconds, and then apparently they have talent. The only rap artists I think have talent, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Because they can actually, you know, I used to listen to Bone. Original shit. I, I used to. I used to. Boys. Beastie Boys, West West Side Connection, Twisted. No. Dr. Dre. No. Dre. Snoop Dogg. I used to like old Snoop Dogg. Eminem, when he did, when he wasn't going through his phase about killing Kim and his baby daughter or whatever, you know. When he got past that, it was a little bit better. But or when he was raw in the beginning, it was good. Except real slim shady. Dude, seriously, Ti is the biggest. By the way, Joe, you're drunk. And you need to hold the microphone closer. Ti is the biggest example of rappers being the biggest piece of shits on the earth. He just says the same shit over and over again. Says the same five words. Like Joe. Puts like two words in between every. So it's like a haiku. Twenty seconds. <laughs> like Joe. Is it every... like five seven five? Eight six seven five three zero nine. No, no. Listen to the song where he says, "Let the shoulder lean." Yeah, he's it, it, a fucking piece of shit. All I'm rappers, 
All rappers. download that one. No, seriously. <laughs> okay, I can't say all. Um, 80% of rappers are all pieces of shit. They're all, they all need to die. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, let's just go ahead and end it on that note. Um, awesome. Well, okay, I guess um, the only thing I would say in response to that is um, I like rock Don't music. speak. I like rock music, and I hope that it makes a comeback. And uh, and um, to uh, kind of shoot it off there to Blake, you know, keep country alive. Main, you know, main. Um, I'm sorry. Keep it country. Yeah, keep it country. <laughs> keep music alive. Real music. Raw yeah. music that actually has meaning behind it and feeling behind it. Mm-hmm. Not. Not pre-processed Your bullshit. Love makes me toxic. That you know what the thing is. That's the gentleman we interviewed um, today. That's one thing he said about country music. It's processed. Yeah. That's that's why um, he said what they do is they record digitally, then record it to a tape to tape. Yeah. Then take the tape to tape because they said that it gets more of the old sound out of it. And then they put it to digital again. I'm like, well, that's actually kind of fucking genius. <laughs> I was like, I never, and he, but when you think about it, it'll even get certain rock stuff. It'll sound better by doing it digital, right? Putting it to a tape to tape, and then put it back to. Digital. I'm like, that's fucking genius, right? I'm still in shock about that. And even when he's sitting there talking, well, to because you have you have completely uncompressed digital when you first record it. After that, then you're talking about compressing it, losing quality on purpose, and then re-uncompressing it, basically. Oh yeah. So, well, let's go ahead. We're going to have to end the show. This is getting way too long. So, uh, first off, I want to thank uh, Dave for coming on the show. He's a falling asleep, but he... Yeah, howdy, howdy. <laughs> howdy, howdy. And uh, I'd like to thank... Uh, Joe. Boogity, boogity. Where's Joe at? Joe went outside to smoke. I wanna, what, what? Okay, thanks, Joe, for coming on the show. And then, of course, I want to thank Aaron for making a special appearance on the show, which he hasn't been on here in a while. Hold the and, microphone like um, this. One of the things I was going to say to you, Andy, is I, um, I hope you have fun editing because just to let the listeners out there know, it was an hour and 40 minutes of us talking, and you're going to edit this down to hopefully like an hour. Actually, maybe? it was a 26 minutes of us listening to the spelling bee. <laughs> okay, well, well, okay. I'm just going to say a, a buck 40. So um, have fun editing this. That's why I'm off for 12 wait. days. So anyway, um, I hope that you guys like listening to this. Uh, Ibwhip.com. It burns when I pee. Or for me, Creative Tragedy. Just go to section86.com and find them all. Mike, Mike and Mike. You all boys, you all Thank you for coming on the show and uh, giving us your input since you have been on a couple of bands. And then I get to put and pop. Do you got any last words you want to say? Um, no, uh, we've had we've had a lot of talking, and we've had some good times. I would just like to thank Joe and 86 Productions for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> no, All right. Uh, no, I've had had a good time. Um, it's definitely fun sometimes, you know, because I like music. Awesome, awesome. And, uh, you know, I, of course, want to thank myself for coming on the show. My name is Andrew Hughes. And, of course, I would say... Oh, my God, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't I'd do like it. I'd like to say... No more. No, no more. <laughs> don't thank them. No don't thank them. I would like to thank A6 Reference oh, and Section A6 for hosting the podcast. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. And I want to thank all the listeners out there for taking the time to listen to our show. Thank and you, guys. Until next... Oh, by the way, we'll get the emails next time. Until next time... I'll see you in the ring.
It's not about wrestling. Either. So, it's so, not so, about so, wrestling. This show so, is not about wrestling. Fuck you. And so, it's not. No, so, it isn't. No, it isn't. So how point can at me. you? Don't point at me. So, so, uh, so, Mike, how can you? How can you get some? With a celery stick up her ass. <laughs> is that how it works? That's how it works. Nice, nice. You know what the funny thing is? <laughs> dude, dude, dude. <laughs> Ants on a log. <laughs> Ants on a log. <laughs> Nuts to butts, bitches. Nuts to butts. Nuts to butts. Oh, dude, you remember Ants on a log when they'd serve that shit in the cafeteria? What the hell's cool. Ants on a log? Dude, it's a celery stick. No idea it's a Ants on a log is. No, Ants on a log is when you have a celery stick. No, no, don't even Joe, do you know what Ants on the Log is? <laughs> well, we're not. We're actually. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, no, I just want to say one one more thing. Log, dude. Dude, it's fucking. It's a celery stick. You put peanut butter in it and you put raisins on top. Okay.